0: Hi! Welcome to the PDYC podcast. The Purpose Driven Youth Chapel of Calvary Baptist Church Adawaka is a youth ministry for young adults and young at heart. Our mission is to exalt God in worship and raise exceptional leaders for the next generation. Join us as we dive into today's message and I know you'd be blessed. Now, listen to today's message.
1: Let's share a word of prayer. I'd like you to speak to to God on your behalf by yourself. Speak yourself to God right now. Tell him to speak to you. Tell him to give you insight into his word. Tell him to give you knowledge that is applicable, That you can apply. For he trains your hand for war and your fingers for battle. The apostle said that the things we have heard, the things we have seen, the things our hands have handled, declare we unto you. You are praying that today you will hear, you have seen, but your hands will handle. You will not just be someone who hears, but your hands will handle the things. The things of God in the scriptures. You will have experiential encounters. You have handled it before. Father, we give you praise and glory. For this afternoon, we know you are here with us. Speak to us like never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, somebody. Are you happy to be here? Are you sure you are happy to be here? Oh, if you are happy to be here, then give the Lord some shout. Oh, the shout is limited. Oh, the shout is from just a few of us. Hallelujah! I'm speaking to us today on the topic... God's armor for his faithful steward. God's armor for his faithful steward. And I will speak about four things. The nature of the fight we are in. The nature of the armor we have. The efficacy of the armor. And that we have to fight to win. We have seen our Bible verse already. Therefore take up the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, comma, to stand. Sometimes people read it, having done all to stand. No. It is not having done all to stand. Having done all, stand. Amen? So there is a standing that must happen after you have done all. Praise God. Last week we spoke about the enemy we fight. Correct? The enemy we fight. And we need to understand the enemy, the nature of his activities. Beloved, whether you like it or not, you are constantly in a fight. Constantly. In fact, you, many people wait until the fight gets to their door before they start fighting. But a child of God, a soldier in Christ, you don't wait until the fight gets to your door. I had a a friend when we were young He was living in the next house and we had a slogan in those days. He was also a Christian and we had a slogan in those days that we actually go and look for the devil's trouble and then we deal with him. (laughs) So when he's not looking for our trouble, we go and look for his trouble and deal with him. So that he knows that we are always ahead, a a step ahead of him. He's not going to now come and be looking for us. We actually go and look for his trouble. And we need to be on the move all the time. We need to be on the move all the time. And you see, for us to be victorious in using the armor we have, we need to understand the nature of the fight we are in. It is a spiritual fight. Second Corinthians ten, verse four, of verse three says that, "For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh." I can see you. We are in the flesh. We 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 walk in the flesh. Yes, physically, I can shake your hands. We can laugh, but the fight we have is not according to the flesh. Amen. We are not fighting. Beings that are visible. We are fighting invisible battles. And the earlier you and I get to understand that even though we are in the body or in the flesh, we don't wage war according to the flesh, the better for us. The earlier we understand it, the better we are able to position ourselves. Because this fight is against persons you can't see. When you are fighting against someone you can see physically, you see the height. You see the stature. You see the weapon it's using. You are able to position yourself. You understand? If I'm going to fight against a big man here, I know his size and I look at my size. If I have to start looking for backup, I begin to strategize for backup. You understand? Because I can see him. So, if I know his size, but here we are. We are engaging in a warfare which is not physical. So, what it means is that you and I have to understand the enemy and understand the fight. It is spiritual. This fight, we have an opponent who doesn't fight according to any proper rules and regulations. He takes advantage of situations. The least opportunity. He is deceptive. He is cunning. He is aggressive. He has all kinds of tricks. Which requires us to be alert all the time. He does not believe in gentility. So that you have to treat him nicely and be gentle. Sometimes when we say we are praying against certain things, some of us are standing there. Father, we, we stand against the spirit of death. And we don't understand why some people are praying and there are is action. Whether, so we ask ourselves, whether it is the action that you are doing your hand this way is actually hitting the devil. But you see, there is a statement in the scriptures that shows, a number of them, that shows that Jesus Christ dealt with demons and Satan in a stern way. He commanded the demons sternly to live. Now, I cannot be commanding you sternly and be saying, "Eh, live yes." Live here, okay? Live here! Is that a stern way of talking? I, I, I'm commanding, live here. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if Satan and his demons even see the way you're going about it, I'll be wondering whether you understand this game. You understand the fight. Hallelujah. Jesus never did that. He was very stern. There are occasions he will not allow them to talk. He will not give them a foothold. He will not give them the chance to promote themselves. Like how some people do today. What is your name? How long have you been here? Why don't you want to go? Who, who brought you here? And, and, and then the demons will be... There, there's a, a, a conversation going between the man of God and, 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 and the demon. Jesus will not even allow them to talk. Hallelujah. No chance for the enemy to express themselves because they have illegally occupied a place and they must get out of that place. Hallelujah. So we need to be stern because the nature of the fight, the opposition is a dirty fighter. Tricks, fear, intimidation and all kinds of things. And many times, before you are even before you realize, you have cowered down into fear, and you don't even know what to do. Like I was sharing in in the, uh, uh, the uh, second service, that those of my colleagues or my friends who are from Greater Accra, they are my very good friends. Amen. And my wife is one; is also from there. So don't get worried when I talk about my friends, the guns. When he doesn't, he cannot even beat you. And he knows that this is a fight he will even lose. He comes to you and says, even the way he says that (laughs) you begin to check yourself. You know that this guy, if it is, you, you deal with him. But he comes, then he collects sand and comes, no, no, no. You know that this guy, you are going to beat him, but he comes with that kind of intimidation. Even when he is down, he goes, you understand? The enemy comes like that with all those kind of things. Never giving up. Always want to have your back down all the time. We need to understand that that is the nature of the fight we are in. It is a constant fight. It is an incessant fight. It does not end. Night and day. Hallelujah. And we should understand that because it is spiritual, you and I must sustain spirituality. If you fail to sustain spirituality, you cannot understand the dimensions of the war, the scope of it, the extent of it. You cannot gather adequate intelligence about your opponent's well, where he's reaching and why he's doing what he's doing, because you don't have the spirit of discernment. When you have sustained spirituality, the spirit of discernment helps you to understand the nature and workings of your opponent. Hallelujah. And many believers are losing the fight against the enemy and the enemy is molesting us in our homes, molesting us in our relationships, molesting us in our businesses, molesting us in marriages and all kinds of things are going on. And I am sure he and his demons are somewhere having a good time to laugh. Because the church is taking it easy. And sometimes we say, oh, it's not everything which is the devil. See, be very careful. Be very careful. Truly, anything that does not bring glory to God in your life, I don't know who else you want to attribute it to. You say, oh, this one is not the devil. It is me. uh, It is myself. It is the the, the self part of me. Your self part of you. Really? If you are left alone in your right senses, in everything fine, will you do that? There is some behind, some, the force behind pushing it which you need to rise up and identify and deal with it and stop blaming yourself unfairly for certain things. By the time you are breaking certain strongholds that self of yours will be delivered. Hallelujah. So we need to sustain spirituality. And that is one of the problems in the church today. One of the problems in the church today, one of the problems with young people today, when you talk about spirituality, it looks like, hey, this, this sister, this brother is becoming like the wind. You are too spiritual. But you are too spiritual. Is there anything like too spiritual? To so ask for this brother, anytime you see him, the only greeting he has is <laughs> So all the greetings he has is Shebronde. If he is greeting you Shebronde, why don't you respond Yekende? <laughs> Hallelujah. And he says, how are you? And then you respond, Zebreka 2 higher. Hallelujah. I had a friend like that. We used, to, we used that thing to check our spiritual temperature. Anytime I see him, up to today, up to today, he's also a pastor now in one of the Baptist churches. Anytime I see him, those days when we were young people growing up in faith, we, we, the both of us got baptized here in the baptistry over here some years ago. So when I see him, no matter the distance, this guy will shout across, Yekende! And if you have not prayed, you will say that thing, but you see that it is like it is it is heavy. so you say you again there, then you say so But when the sabrondi is not coming well, Charlie, 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 looks like you didn't pray today. <laughs> Hallelujah! We need to sustain spirituality, prayer, study of God's word. Don't be in a hurry to leave the presence of God when you have opportunity to be there. Amen? This is the time. I tell young people, this is the time to pray as if you are crazy. As if you are crazy. As if you are... Let any time they see you, you are in prayer. Hallelujah. Because we are, Bible says that we are strong. And we have overcome the evil one. Amen? So let us truly overcome the evil one. Let us sustain our spirituality. I was in Shashi um, the other day. I went to Teen's Chapel. And then entered the Teen's Chapel. And then the preparatory prayer was being led by a young person. He was around, I'm sure that boy would be around 14, 15 at most, 16 years. And I was so fired by the gentleman. I was so fired. 16 year old thereabout. And the guy was holding, leading the prayer and lift the prayer topic. I said, wow. And by the time he leaves the prayer topic, he says, shall we pray? Then he himself, Brando, kaba, sabre, kata, and that. when I entered the place, there were people there some of them were looking at him. Some of them were mumbling some prayer. Immediately, I entered there and the boy was doing on the bro. I also joined. He a to Then all of a sudden, all those who were there, they saw that. Hey, I didn't mind them at all. I fire, spir- and I realized that immediately I started firing. The boy's fire even became bigger. He was looking for support. Immediately, I entered and I started firing. His fire became bigger. Then all the others and some of the uh, team workers who were there, they stole a glance at me. Hallelujah. It is time for us to sustain spirituality because the nature of the war is spiritual. Praise God. If we are to fight this fight, we need an armor. And he has told us that We should put on the full armor of God. The full armor of God. That's what we are talking about today. The armor is not my armor. It's not yours. It is God's armor. So we need to look at where is this armor coming from. I will not use. You see, I was telling in the first service, in the second service, if Zelensky. You know Zelensky of Ukraine wants to deal with Putin and his Russia very well. Do you think that I am the best source of supply of ammunition? Even Ghana is not his best source. Let alone me. He comes all the way to Ghana and looks for the senior pastor elect and says that I need ammunition to go then I'll take him to Peki in the voter Regime and go and give him the one they used to plug purple. a gun have you seen it before <laughs> and they put gunpowder in it and then when they put the gunpowder then you have to heat it with some metal and pack it well and then when you finish you have to let it be firm by the time you are doing all that <laughs> Putin would have wiped you out Hallelujah. So the source of the weapon, the brand, the manufacturer, gives an idea of the potency, the power, how far it can reach. Hallelujah. The source of our weapon is God. The weapon belongs to God. He is the manufacturer. He is sovereign. He is supreme. So the weapon we have, the armory we have, it supersedes any other weapon or armory anywhere in the world. Hallelujah. Can you have such an armory, weaponry, base, yet you are struggling and the enemy is beating you. And anytime he likes, he puts you on his leg like a football juggler that he juggles. Eh? The, 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 the enemy just kicks you around like that. No. Meantime you have an armor. The best of it all. The most powerful of it all. You have it in your hands. God has given it to us. Hallelujah. And the Bible is saying that we should put on, put it on. That means be alert to what you have. Take it up and use it. Hallelujah. Take it up and use it. Be alert of what you have. Take it up and put it to use. And he says, put on the full armor. Not the part armor. So, we are being required to look for the fullness of the armory and get everything on board. Like I said, Last week, in the first service, I like watching action movies. This soap opera and these dull, dull things, I don't like. My wife likes. So because of her, I'll watch. Then she say, is it not nice? Hey, who am I to say it's not nice? <laughs> <laughs> so I watch. This is nice. Oh, the lessons are good lessons. But if you leave me alone, I'll watch something full of action. Something full of... Somebody said something. <laughs> That's it. Something full of action. Something full of military strategy. They are going to rescue some people from somewhere. They are going to demolish something. somewhere. I, I want to watch something like that. Amen? So... In the process, I see all kinds, and all those things teach me warfare strategy. Warfare strategy. The the other day, I was watching, and then I saw a sniper picking out people from 2,800 meters away. 2,800 meters away, whilst the enemy is still organizing and coming, These guys, 2,800 meters away. I mean, look at 100 meters. Before, you're talking about 500 meters. Then 1,000 meters. Then 2,000 meters. Add 800 to it. These guys is able to sit somewhere and fire a bullet with precision that distance and pick out the enemies one after the other. You think that when you come to me in Peki, I'll give you that kind of weapon. I don't, give, I don't have. Hallelujah. Advanced countries, they do. But you see, that is a human weapon in the flesh. But you and I have a weapon that is of God, which has greater reach than that. He has greater reach than that. That is why the ruler can come to Jesus and say, my son is sick. Go and heal him. Jesus said, okay, let's go to the house. The man said, no, you don't need to come to my house. I am a man under authority. You too, you are a man under authority. Declare a word. Speak something here. Speak something here. It can travel to wherever my son is and cause healing to be there. The weapon we have, That's not, it's not limited by distance. Hallelujah. It can reach very, very far. It enters into bones and joints and marrows, even into the intentions and attitudes of human heart. The weapon is able to reach there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I get some time one day, I'll share with you some of the weapons even the Queen Esther used. Look, Queen Esther used a weapon. Hmm. The king, if you appear before him without invitation, your head goes. But Esther spent time with Mordecai and the Israelites in a weapon of fasting and prayer and he said if i perish i perish but by the time she finished that fasting and prayer and the king saw her the king saw attraction the king saw beauty the king saw something that he, they forgot about that law that said you see the weapon is able to cause your adversary to forget about what he had wanted to do to harm you Look, what we have as a weapon, and that is why it is painful to think that we have it, yet in our houses, in our career, in our education, in our finances, things are going wrong. I remember some years ago, when I was in sixth form, I woke up in the night and I was praying, I look at my father's side, Marriages are not anything good here. And the uh, mother side, the marriage is also nothing to write home about. My father was the, I think the only person that stepped in the university. So, the rest, nothing. My mother's side, it was only my uncle, he managed up to nurse's training so I started praying and I told myself that and I kept that prayer until till until what? till that that trend from me to go it ceases it ceases from me it will it not transfer to my children or my children it has to end there Hallelujah. You and I have to come to that place. And end certain things. Let them end from your point. It should never go on again. Amen. That is why God brought you here. To learn some of these things. Please, don't depend on your ammo. Go for God's armor. The most powerful. Hallelujah. And wear it in full. Wear it in full. Because you see, if you look at the armor, you have breastplate of righteousness. You have a whole lot. I won't talk about that because another preacher will come and talk about those things later on. But you see, each piece has a role they play. So when you are fully dressed for the war. Anywhere the enemy turns, any issue they bring up, at whatever time it is raised, regardless of whatever situation you find yourself, because you are fully armed, you are ready to throw your knife. You are ready to throw your javelin. You are ready to shoot your gun. You are ready because you have you are fully armed. That is why I say, put on the full armor don't put your helmet and leave the others. Be fully armed. I believe that if Paul were writing in today's era, he would not be saying helmet and those things. He would be using much bigger weapon systems. Bigger things. Because those days, those were, that was what they were dealing with. The cultural context. Today, if he's writing this particular thing, if he were writing today, he would have been talking about intercontinental ballistic missiles, talking about all kinds of things, nuclear weapons, talking about what, what your, uh, your tanks, uh, get your tanks in place, and, and all kinds of things. Military tanks and your Apache aircraft. He would have been talking about all kinds of things. Hallelujah. So, we need to be fully armed. And this Ephesians chapter 6 mentions a number of them, which somebody will be preaching about those things, subsequent sermons. But let me mention a few of other weapons that are not mentioned here directly. We have the blood of the covenant, which is a weapon for us. Hebrews 12, 24 talks about that. The blood, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. Hebrews says that the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. And let's go to. Zechariah 9 verse 11. I love that one because. It occurs where after Exodus. Where the, the blood covenant was made. And way before Jesus was crucified. Zechariah chapter 9. Verse 11. As for you. Because of the blood. Of my covenant with you. I will free your prisoners from the waterless pit. That is God speaking. So there is no reason why any of us or anything related to us should be in any kind of bondage because of the blood covenant. Hallelujah. Because of the blood covenant, if the covenant under which this passage was made, was the blood covenant of the lamb that was slain in Egypt. We have a better covenant today, for which reason, greater than this, should be happening in our lives. Hallelujah. We are operating under the blood covenant, which is the blood of Jesus Christ, which is superior to this covenant. And if under this covenant, God will free prisoners, then in this covenant, may everything that has been kept in any bondage of yours begin to receive liberty in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The name Jesus, that we know. The authority and power in the Holy Spirit. We have been given. Luke 10, 19 says, I give you power over all the powers of the enemy and they shall by no means, you should tread upon them and they cannot harm you. Tread upon them and they cannot harm you. What, what a beautiful thing. Tread upon them and they cannot harm you. I, I met a man of God who said that anytime he dreams, he dreams. And he dreams that Satan or some demons or something is trying to harass him in the dream. And he he wakes up. His prayer is that, God, I want to sleep and dream that dream again. I want to deal with the devil. I want to go back. No, I want to kill him in the dream. (laughs) Hallelujah. So you can imagine how people can be crazy. He wants to finish the thing in the dream. It's not now he's going to wake up. But I tell, any time I have any funny dream like that, you know what I say? Satan, I think you are such a coward. You are such a coward that you can only operate in dreams like this when I am asleep. Why don't you bring the team face to face? And let's, let's deal with this issue. And stop this hiding behind dreams and things. Come out of the dream and let's deal. Hallelujah. A friend of mine in my hometown was dead by three other guys. In fact, not a friend of mine, but my cousin. It was a land issue. And they dared him that if he dares enter that land, they will deal with him, they will kill him. Then he said, Oh, okay. Is it physical? Because the physical, he knows he cannot fight them. But is it physical or spiritual? They said, Oh, they will not do anything physical. People will know that they, have done, they are the ones who have done it. They will finish him spiritually. He said, okay, he thinks that he's interested in the spiritual one. So let's deal do the spiritual one. So around that time, or a week earlier, I had gone home. And I had a tape in my car that I was playing on fighting invisible battles and praying uh, spiritual warfare prayers. So a number of verses. So when the guy heard the sermon... He said, no, Come on, you are not taking this CD back to Accra. So he took the CD for me and kept it. And he said he played that thing over and over again. And Clemens can pray in tongues as if that is his food. So when the people dared him, he just went into the tape and kept playing it and praying and praying and praying, and praying. Not knowing these people too, it was not an empty threat. They actually went ahead to try to kill him from some shrines. The news that came was that the first one had been hit by a vehicle all of a sudden. He died. The other one got mad and just stripped himself naked and was walking in town. The third one slept and never woke up. So it was their colleagues who went with them to go and do the thing who came to Clements and said, what is it that you are carrying? Because I, these, these people that had these things, it's not ordinary. They actually went with the objective of killing you. But it looks like you have some something under your bed something more powerful (laughs) than this Amen? See church let me tell you, if you don't know for those of us who come from certain parts of this country you can't go somewhere and just be talking by heart because by the time you are talking and saying things people are weighing you. you you don't believe what I'm saying they weigh you they weigh you They carry you in their scale to see whether you are weighty or you are light. Like the seven sons of Siva who went and said, in the name of Jesus, who Paul is preaching. The demon weighed them and said, ah! What is this zero weight? Paul, I know. Peter and Jesus, I know. You, which one is there? (laughs) The demons jumped on them and whipped them and tore their clothing, rendered them naked, Chase them out of town. Beloved, you and I cannot afford to be ignorant about our ammo. Hallelujah. And we have this ammo, the knowledge of God, knowing God is important. That is why people must spend time with God. You see, why not? I was watching a video the last time. was that video? And the preacher was saying that. One of the problems in our generation today is that people think that we have young people that if you don't have a side attraction, they won't pray. They won't come for revival. They won't come to church. You need to have a certain side attraction. But the side attraction we knew when we were growing up was called Holy Ghost. That is the side attraction. the gift of speaking and praying in tongues. It was the attraction. So we don't need anything to spice up our Christianity and make it exciting because we have more than enough to make Christianity exciting by reason of the word of God and by reason of the Holy Ghost. Let's gain knowledge and escape the limitations and the corruption Caused by evil desires. Gain knowledge. Gain knowledge. When was the last time you took your time to study a particular book in the Bible and spend time in that book? Just one book. Just one book. Take your time to study with pen and paper. Study that book until Revelations jump at you. You catch remnants that are untold that you would have never gotten if you were just reading and just reading anyhow. That knowledge, which is applicable or applicable, is a big weapon. Amen? Without that knowledge, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Today, or yesterday, or last week, we heard that it is not just knowledge Knowledge that you can apply. Applicable knowledge or applicable knowledge. That is power. If you have the knowledge which is not, you are not applying it. What power do you have? Praise and adoration. Another mighty weapon that we should have. When it's time for praises and adoration. And you see somebody is lost in praises. Worship and he's worshiping God, and he has fallen down and is kneeling down. then some of us are looking at them, and hey, this one too. Are you the only spirit here? This one there, he has become a spirit too. See, that thing called praises and adoration is a huge weapon. That's why I don't know this song very well. But anytime my wife says that I only sing the, the refrain or the part I like, I say, yes. First, it was fragrance. Then it turned into fire. My worship is my weapon. This is how I win my battle. I don't know the rest very well. But that beat, when I caught it, I said, this is the correct thing. First, It starts like fragrance. It turns into fire. It becomes a weapon. And I win my battle. So, and then I get on. This is how I win, win, win. This is how I win. Oh, this is how I win, win, win this is how I win first it was fragrance oh then it turned into fire Eh, my worship is my weapon this is how I you think I am crazy I am not I am winning truly I am winning truly I am winning truly hallelujah I am winning truly it is your weapon and when we come to church sometimes as if we should, we, should, we should coax people and encourage them before they can sing and dance. What I was doing here for me when I'm on my own this is introduction. This is introduction. And that friend of mine said that we, we could fire tongues across each other. We had a dance we called Davidic dancing. Dancing like David to the extent that (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Because it is a weapon. It's a weapon. Jesus said that if you stop these ones from shouting and dancing or singing my praise, I will raise up the stones to do it. Will we wait for stones to do it? No. No use it. Paul and Silas arrested in the middle of the night. They were not armed robbers. They were not thieves. They had not jumped anything. They had not committed a crime. For preaching, they were arrested, whipped and put into stocks. Yet, in the middle of the night, when others would have been lamenting and crying, they lifted their voices and said, uh, what? Uh, They are bringing their sacrifice. They're bringing their worship. They're lifting their voices and began to sing. And began to sing. And began to sing. And the beautiful thing is that the Bible said that while they were singing, the other prisoners were hearing them. So it is not something they were doing quietly and being being shy about it. They were singing and you are uh, already in prison. So, what else do you want? So, if I'm here to give you some good music, you keep quiet and enjoy it. <laughs> so, they listened, and the Bible says that suddenly there was an earthquake. Hallelujah. Suddenly there was an earthquake. When you enter into worship and adoration, sudden earthquakes will happen on your behalf. Hallelujah. Sudden earthquakes things will shake and realign for you. Suddenly, the enemies will rise up against each other as they did in the valley of Decision in the days of Jehoshaphat when he arranged the musicians ahead and they started singing because he is good and his message endured forever. As they sang, and as they sang and they sang, the Bible says that God set an ambushment against the enemy. He set an ambushment. Your praises will move God to set ambush against the enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, church, what? I don't know. Just, just, Just enter into a time of adoration and praise and sing as if you are even crazy. Anywhere, anytime, any day you will see what strange things will be happening. It heightens your spirituality. It opens door to you before God. It causes God to speak to you in ways you have no idea about. Hallelujah. And the enemy knows these things. And so he has stopped you from practicing it. But from today onwards, never again. Hallelujah. Fellowship to church. For the Bible says, one of us shall take a thousand to flight. And two of us shall take ten thousand. I don't know what kind of series that is. For those of you who did elective mass, I don't know what kind of series that is. Whether it is an arithmetic series or a geometric series or hypergeometric, I don't know. But one is two thousand. Two thousand. 2 is to 10,000. Then what about 3? Amen. Amen. That is why when we are a lot here and we are praying, things happen. Things happen. Things happen. Praise God. So let's come together and use our armor. It is efficacious. Because the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4 The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. They pull down strongholds. Things that have held on to issues that are not allowing you to be yourself and to progress in life. They are holding on to it and have been there that it is their right, we have weapons to pull them down, and I don't need to go and get uh, uh, what my dear Jesus Christo Moja and I made the Kakara Afra and I made the Afra and I made the Share Bentu Amu and I made the Sab or some. I don't need that. I don't need to put Jesus Moja and some other things in a gun, and I say to tear. Pay. I don't need that I don't need that all I need is to say it in the name of Jesus I pull down so and so and so strongholds in Jesus name and it shall be so hallelujah I pull down the, name, the, 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 the strongholds in the name of Jesus and it is so Man of God told, as in a sermon he was preaching, he said he was, his wife was going to deliver, was having complications, and they called him, and that time they called him, he was busy doing ministration somewhere. And people were saying that he should hurry up and go. He said no. He finished the ministration, and then went and saw the wife, and the baby has turned the other way and said, baby! Turn! Please, let's go home. And got up and went home and got to find something to eat. The baby turned and the child was born safely and smoothly without any problem. Hallelujah! That is what we have. That is what we have. Amen? So let's enter into the use. Of our weapons. My dad returned from Beki one time, still on some land issue B. You know when daddy died, they came to me and said, am I going to continue with the land issue? I said, I have better things to use my money with from. So if they like, they can sell. They can do whatever. And truly, they sold all the lands for themselves and their lives are worse than before. Amen? So he came back and the following day, his leg, this one, has become about twice the size. What is the issue? Somebody poured black powder at his entrance and he stepped on it without knowing. Even though they swept it and did some small prayers, by the time the man got to Accra, his leg has become huge and painful. He said, let's go to hospital. My senior brother and I said, we are not going to any hospital. We are giving this leg three days. It will be off. We entered into fasting and prayer. Three days. By the second day, the thing started going down like as if they are pulling the thing out of it. By the third day, daddy was able to step and walk on his leg without any problem. His classmate of old came to the house and said, Hey, Q, You have to thank God for your children. Oh, It is this year, shakama, 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 that has helped you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it is true. Praise the Lord. We have a God who is powerful and has given us weapons that we can use. Closely related to that was a man... My brother went and I went to witness to. When we went witness in the house, then the daughter said, or the daughter or the son said, that the father is sick in the room, if you can go and pray. When we entered the room, the stench is unbelievable. The man's leg has eroded. So, he was just sitting down, perhaps waiting for death. So, as we prayed that time, I got a revelation that. Where this thing is coming from is because the man went after another woman's, another man's wife and the man cursed him. So I asked him, Papa, I whispered into his ears. This was a man to man. He, 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 he smiled a little and then nodded. He said, okay, no problem. So we are going to pray. So we prayed. And we gave, my brother and I, we agreed that seven days, this guy should be healed and everything perfect. So we decided to, he said, the wife said, should they also fast? I said, no. Eat. Eat together with your children and enjoy your lives. We will do the fasting and the prayer. In seven days, by the sixth day, the guy was fine. By the seventh day, the guy was completely okay. Okay. The annoying part is that after he has been healed and I thought he would come to church and come and give a testimony, he gave money to the daughter who has given her life to Christ and has started coming to church. Gave money to the daughter to come and put in the offering as his thanksgiving. So I told my brother that, I feel like reversing the situation. <laughs> and then, and if I, gentle, I used to be very radical. I feel like reversing the situation. My brother said, no, 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 no. He's a very calm, gentle, nice man. Almost very, very opposite me. If you see the two of us, without even anybody saying anything, you know that this man is calm. And this man is not calm. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he said, no, 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 no. Come on, let's not do that. I would have just said, sickness caused by infidelity, wherever you went, I command you in the name of Jesus, reverse! And the devil is happy. Happy to go on such errands. (laughs) Hallelujah, church. Church, we have a God who has given us weapons. It is in your hands and it does not matter how old you are in the church or in faith. You have access to it as you are sitting here now. You have access to it. Amen? That situation of not getting a job, it can change just like that. Just like that. See, I left a job when I didn't have one. My boss said, are you correct? I said, yes. I had not gotten another job And I resigned from a job which was stressing me. I came to sit in the house. People ask me, what are you going to do? I "I I'll be eating my wife's banku. But I came to sit in the house and I gave myself to prayer and fasting for a new job. And there was no minute. Did you hear well? There was no minute I did not bother God with prayer about the job. It is the same way I prayed when I was looking for a spouse. There was no minute. I prayed until God got tired of hearing about it. Praise the Lord. And then, one day, I resigned on 30th September. One day, around sometime, the 14th of October, I got a call. Are you able to lecture in so-and-so university, banking or finance department? I said, yes, I can. Send your CV there. I sent my CV to the place. I went for the interview. I passed. I got the job. Now, I came back. The phone number that called me. I have called the guy. If it is tomorrow, I'll get to know who did that connection. I have no idea. I called the guy. and It never goes through. I went to the university. I met the registrar. Did anybody talk to you about me? He said, no. I went to the university president. Did anybody speak about me? He said, no. I went to the chair of the interview panel. Did anybody give you my details? They said, no. Nobody sent anything. As far as they are concerned, they just had me as any other ordinary person. But you see, when God is involved in your issue, when God is involved in your issue, people will speak for you in places you are not there. Angels will rise up on our assignment over your behalf. Hallelujah. We have the tools. We have the weapon. Let's get to use them. Let's use them. Praise the Lord. And all these strongholds of fear, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, need, and uh, sexual immorality. All those strongholds, they are subject to us. The reason why they are there is because you have not opened fire. is why they are there. That is why they are there. You have not opened fire. You have not opened fire. If you begin to open fire, nobody will tell them that. Come on! This place is too hot. Let's move away from here. Hallelujah. You are fire walking around. You are actually a pillar of fire that is just there smoldering and simmering. When you begin to charge your fire, it will be something else. Hallelujah. You have that power. So get to use it. For no enchantment and there is no divination against Israel that shall stand. Amen. So get to use it and fight and win. Don't be someone that will say that your strength failed you in the day of adversity. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10. He said, how weak are you when your strength fails you in the day of trouble? Let not your strength fail you. Take up your armor. For you are, you have an inheritance in the Lord and that inheritance, nobody should take it away from you. Amen? Nobody should take it away from you. And let me do a last illustration, and I'll pray, and then we'll go. Based on Galatians chapter 4, verse 1, 2, thereabout. Uh, can I have the small boy there, please come. Tell the small boy to come. Small boy, come, come to me. Come to me, come and, come and help me to preach, okay? Come and help me, you're a great preacher, you know that? Yes, yes, yes. It's a great guy. Okay, so you stand here, stand here. Are you ready to preach? Yes, yes. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, I'm looking for somebody else who is not too big, but uh, don't forget about, don't mind the age. I'm just looking at size. Uh, patience, please come. <laughs> please come. I, I'm not the one who says you should be cute. <laughs> stand here. All right. Then, um, boss, please come. You are bigger. Uh-huh. Correct. It's bigger. Please, please, please stand here. Okay. So these are my children. Or, in fact, these are my children. This are, so they are all, let's say these are my, let me use one word. These are my child. My child, when he was like this, then another time, she has grown to be this. And now he has grown to be a full-grown person. Okay. All right. Now, I want somebody to act, the, be the uh, house help. Come. <laughs> come. You are the one who said mother. So, come. <laughs> come and stand here. So, so this child, even though she's, he's young, is my son, and all the things I have, the estate, the money, everything belongs to him. In fact, whatever food you cook in the house, I mean, his food is his food. You cannot take the things away from him. But because he's a child and he doesn't have the strength, if she will leave food in the house for him, and then Gloria said, what's your name? Say again. Lionel, uh, uh, Gloria says that, hey, this is your food, oh, but I won't give you. I will eat all. So right in front of him, Gloria brings the food and he's eating. She's eating. Eating. What, what, what can she do? He can't do anything. If he tries to do something, Gloria will just push him somewhere that, go and sit here and let me eat, eat my food. Now, my child has grown a little more to this age. Look at this size and look at glorious size. Now, the food is for her. And she says, you, I won't give you. I will eat all. Can, can, can she do much? She will make noise and fight and do whatever. But when this girl puts her feet down and says, hey, sit down somewhere and then you eat all the food. Then now that he has grown to be this, my child has grown to be this. <laughs> and then the food is there. Then he said, don't you even think that Gloria will even be afraid? <laughs> he said, eh, 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 what's your name? Abeku. Abeku, this is your food. But I, I won't give you. Abeku said, eh? Eh? <laughs> what are you talking about? Please, bring that thing over here. He will actually go there and collect it, and give her some few knocks, and push her away, and take what belongs to him. What is Galatians saying? The heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ from a slave, though he is the master of all. Move on. But is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father, even though. The things belongs to him. He is under control. And this woman will be enjoying the things. Until he decides to eat well. And grow. Gradually. But steadily. But slowly. Intentionally. Growing into adulthood. Growing from childhood to teenager to adolescent. Now has become a son who knows his right, then is able to exercise his right and say that, hey, you cannot take my possession. Devil, you can't take it. When I was a child, I thought like a child, I behaved like a child, but now I have become an adult, I put away childish things, and the things that you used to cheat me, and to trick me, and to deny me, I stake my rights now, I am standing For the things that belong to me. Devil, bring my stuff. And collect it from him. I need you to grow into this level. Take hold of the armor God has given you. And take charge of the things
0: that are rightfully yours. Thank you for listening to the PDYC podcast. We trust that this message has brought great transformation your way. Connect with us on our Instagram page that's at pdyc.cbc and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. At this point, we would want to give you a special opportunity to give your life to Jesus if you do not yet know Jesus Christ practically as your Savior and Lord. Say this heartfelt prayer with me, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross to save me from destruction and from aborting my purpose on earth. Please come into my heart and reign as Lord and Saviour from today. Wow, congratulations! If you said this prayer to the Lord from your heart, you are now a child of God and heaven rejoices over you today. You are invited to join us or any Bible-believing church so that you can grow strong in Jesus. For counseling or help, kindly call 0244-997760. PDYC, a shining light to the nations.